2: with Jim Olsen and Terry White marked for death by the clan of the Fiery Cross, their one chance for rescue rests with Superman and his plan to learn the identity of the hooded mobster.
1: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, you fellas and girls have a lot of your own words for good. You say uh, something is keen or, or solid or terrific. Well, gang, those words come in mighty handy when you're talking about Kellogg's Pep. For instance, uh, lots of kids say Pep's sparkling sunshine flavor is keen. Yes, Pep is called the sunshine cereal. As cheerful and sunny a dish as you'd ever hope to see. And crisp? Why, those tender whole wheat flakes practically melt in your mouth. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is a mighty keen treat. Now, what was another one of those words? Oh, yeah, solid. Why, Kellogg's Pep gives you solid whole wheat nourishment plus... It's a solid start for a hearty breakfast that helps start your day off right. And let's see now. Pep is clean, it's solid, and terrific. You just try Kellogg's Pep for breakfast tomorrow morning and see if you don't think it's so terrific you want to eat up every bit in your bowl. That's always the smart thing to do, you know, and particularly smart nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, see that it's not wasted. Pour it out carefully and finish off every bit you pour out. Get the right habit, gang. Eat all your pep. Don't waste it.
2: And now, the adventures of Superman. Captured by a band of hooded terrorists known as the Clan of the Fiery Cross, Editor Perry White and Jim Olsen were taken into the hills above Metropolis, where they were to be tarred and feathered in reprisal for the Daily Planet's attacks on the Clan. But when in an ensuing scuffle, White tore the hood from the Grand Scorpion their situation became even more serious. Enraged and frightened by the exposure of his identity as Matt Riggs, a well-known trucking contractor, the clan leader announced that White and Olsen must die. Today, while Superman continues his desperate attempt to find them, Jim and Perry White remain bound to trees as, several yards away, Matt Riggs is huddled with his robed and hooded action committee, arguing violently in an effort to convince them that their prisoners must not be allowed to remain alive. Listen.
3: I tell you, brothers, these men are dangerous to our cause. Now that they know who I am, they can trace the rest of you through my association with you. Don't you see that? Yeah, sure, Matt, but killing an important guy like the editor of the Daily Planet, that's too risky. Yeah, right. Now, wait a minute. Do you want to see the clan of the Fiery Cross busted up? No. Oh, yeah, that's Do you want to break no our sacred vows to save America from all the foreign trash that clutters up our neighborhoods? Well, no, I think, no, of no, course not, right Matt, but... Uh, but nothing, if we let White and Olson get back alive, we're through, understand, finished. Because White has already said about us in our papers, nothing compared to what he'll say now. What's more, he knows who I am, and the police will find out who you are. With all the pressure that he and others like him will put on the police, they'll have to go after us. In no time, they'll break us up. Well, maybe they'll I mean, shut I up. And no. I'm telling you, if we let them go, we're a sense for a jail sentence. Every mother's son of us. Then when we get out... You'll find the foreigners running our country and the 100% Americans, our own kind, taking orders from them. No better off than slaves. You want to see that happen? No, certainly not. I tell you, this is a case of self-preservation, brothers. It's our lives or theirs. Either White or Olsen die or the clan of the Fiery Cross dies. Now take your choice.
2: eyes blazing with a mad murderous light, Matt Riggs, cunning leader of the robed and hooded bigots, seeks to so inflame the fanatical clansmen with vicious lies that in a passion of hate, they will commit murder. (laughs) The situation looks grave indeed for Perry White and Jim Olsen as, meanwhile, Superman and his guise of Clark Kent continues his desperate attempt to trace the identities of the clansmen in an effort to find his friends. Kent's open letter to the boy who called to tell him of the clans' attack on Tommy Lee, having brought no results... He discusses another idea with Beanie Martin, Daily Planet copy boy.
0: My hunch, Beanie, is that the boy I want, the one who I think must know at least one member of the Fiery Cross gang, is a player on the Unity House baseball team. Gee, Westminster Kent, how do you figure that? Because all this trouble started right after Jim Olson put that Chinese boy, Tommy Lee, on the team. At that? Mm-hmm. There was a fight, I recall, and then an attempt was made to scare Tommy into quitting by burning a cross on his lawn. Yeah, I remember that.
4: But jeepers, how could one of the kids get the Klan mixed up in that fight?
0: Oh, easy. As you know, those fanatical hooded bigots are against anyone who goes to a different church or whose skin is a different color. Well, all the boy had to do was mention the Unity House incident to a Klansman. Maybe his father, his brother, or his uncle. And the Klan went into action. Gee wholikins. And then when I persuaded Tommy to stay and pitch an important game... They
4: grabbed Tommy
0: and we're going to tar and feather him. That's right, Beanie. Yes, and they'd have gotten away with it, too, if I hadn't been tipped off by that telephone call from some unidentified boy. And
4: that's the kid you wrote the letter to, huh? Yes, you
0: know. Yes, I thought his sense of fairness and honor would make him come to me, but it didn't work. Now, if my hunch that he's a member of the Unity House team is correct, I think I know how I can find him. Gee, was how, Mr. Kent? Well, since the only thing I know about the boy is the sound of his voice, I want to talk with the
4: Unity House ballplayers. Oh, I get it. Hey, that sure is a swell idea. And you can do that right away because I happen to know that the team's practicing today. Oh, good.
0: Say, by the way, who's running them in
4: Jim's absence? Uh, uh, Muggs, I think. Oh, Muggs, eh? Well, I'm sure he'll work with me. All right, I'm going over to the ballpark right now. Jeepers, Mr. Kent, can I go with you, please, can I? Well, all
0: right, Beanie, yes, yes, come along. You may be able to help, too. Oh,
4: boy, swell. Let's go. Something isn't around, Mr. Kent. They expect him to show up
0: in a little while, though. Oh, gee, well, we can't wait, Beanie. I'm afraid there's no time to lose, and we've got to work fast if I'm to find Mr. White and Jim. Yeah, if the fiery cross clan has got him, there's no telling what'll happen. I'm afraid for the worst. What'll we do? Well, you'll have to work with me. Now, look, here's what I want you to do, Beanie. Yeah. Tell the boys... Well, let's see. Tell them you're on an assignment from the Daily Planet to interview each of them about... Well, about what they think of their chances for winning the championship. Uh Uh-huh. Got that?
4: Yeah. You want me to make like a
0: sports reporter, huh? Right, Beanie, right. Oh, boy. Now, look. You get them to come into the locker room one at a time. Yeah. I'll be listening behind a locker while you ask them a few questions. Uh Uh-huh. Now, if the boy isn't the one that I'm looking for, I'll tap on the metal with a key so you can get rid of him fast and get another one in. Now, do you understand that? Sure,
4: I get it. And when the right kid comes in... I'll
0: let you know. Don't you worry. All right, now get going, Beanie, in a hurry. This is our only chance to find a clue to the Chief and Jim, and it's got to work.
4: What do you think of your chances to win the championship, Freddie? Well, they don't look so good without Jim Olsen and Tommy Lee. Boy, well, the fellas all think. Hey, what's that? Huh? Oh, I don't know. Mice, maybe. Well, thanks, Freddie. Send in another guy on your way out, will you? You got a chance to win, Tony?
0: Yeah, with a miracle, maybe. But it don't look too good, I tell you that much.
4: Uh Uh-huh. Well, thanks, Tony. Uh, Send the next guy in, will you? Uh, Would you mind repeating that, Sam? I said I don't think we got a chance. Yeah, I get you. All right, thanks, Sam. Uh, Next guy, please. Well, just give me an idea what you think. I don't even want to think about it. Okay, Johnny. Will you send in the next guy? Uh, Thanks, Bobby. Next man. Okay, Joe. Next man. Oh, that's all, Bill. Next man.
2: One by one, the Unity House baseball players file into the locker room, speak briefly to Beanie Martin, and are sent away when Beanie hears the tapping of Clark Kent's key. Finally, the last boy is come and gone. Then, worried by the failure of his plan... Kent walked slowly out to the ball field, followed by Beanie. Oh, is bad,
0: Beanie. Very bad. Yeah. Looks as if we drove a blank. You certainly did. But I can't understand it. I was so sure I was on the right track this time. Jay, Bush, how are we going to find Mr. White and Jim now? I don't know. Oh, if only Muggs were here, maybe he'd be able to give me Hey, there's Muggs coming onto the field now. Oh,
4: good. Hey, Muggs. Hey, Muggs. Hey.
0: Call him over here, Beanie.
4: Ah, come here a
3: minute,
0: will Sure. Hi, Mr. Kent. Hello, Muggs. do you hear anything yet about Jim? No, not I... a thing, Muggs, not a thing. But maybe you can help me out. Sure, sure, what can I do? Just listen for a minute. You see, I've got a hunch that the boy who warned me about what was going to happen to Tommy Lee is a member of this ball team. Are you kidding? No, no, I'm not, Muggs. Now, I don't know his name or even what he looks like. All I know is the sound of his voice. Now just listen to all the boys who are out there practicing, and none of them fits the bill. Now can you give me any ideas hey, to? Hey hey hey! Wait a minute. You still didn't talk to all the players, Mr. Kent. I Sure, I
4: wait that all, but you and Tommy Lake. Yeah,
0: I know, but there's still one guy who don't play with us anymore. But he was on the team the day we had all the fuss. The same day a cross was burned on Tommy's lawn. Who's that, Muggs? Come with me. I'll show you. <laughs>
2: Hope reborn, Clark Kent and Beanie Martin eagerly follow Muggs who leads the way across the ball field. Is this the end of Kent's search? We'll know in a moment, so stand by for the tense climax of today's episode.
1: Say, gang, have I got an earful for you today. Get ready to hear about a brand new pep dish of the week. And this one is a real humdinger. Y'all set? It's a blueberry Whirligig combines Kellogg's Pep and sweet, ripe blueberries in a nifty new breakfast dish. Now, here's how it goes. You start off with your serving of Pep, the sunshine cereal, topped with a sprinkling of fresh blueberries. Then, very carefully now, take your spoon and give it a whirl, mixing the berries all through those crisp flakes of Pep. Just add milk and sugar, and believe me, gang, that blueberry whirligig will give your appetite a whirl come breakfast time. Of course, it's Kellogg's Pep that does the trick. Are those toasted whole wheat flakes tender and golden and full up with sparkling sunshine flavor? No matter how you serve pep, it's so terrifically good, you want to keep right on until you've eaten up every last bit in your bowl. That's one way to avoid waste, you know. And another way is to handle the package carefully if you pour your own pep. Now, you wouldn't want to waste cereal, particularly nowadays when we're sending the grains to fellows and girls overseas. Remember that when Mom brings Kellogg's pep home from the grocers. Eat all your pep. Don't waste
2: it. As we continue now, Muggs has led Clark Kent and Beanie Martin across the Unity House ball field to the sidelines at third base, where, his shoulders hunched, the dejected looking boy stands and watches the team practice.
0: There's a guy me, Mr. Kent. He was on the team until a couple of days ago when Jim Olson fired him for being a sorehead. He was, eh? Hi, thanks. But... Beanie. I'd like to meet him, Muggs.
2: Sure. Hey, Chuck.
0: Come here. What do you want, Muggs? I, I want you to meet somebody. Sir Kent, this is uh, Chuck Riggs. Hello, Chuck. Mr. Kent.
4: Gee whiz, I. I. I, I gotta go. Wait to a minute,
0: the... Chuck. You're just the fellow I've been looking for.
2: Startled and frightened, Chuck Riggs stares at Clark Kent, who places a firmly restraining hand on the boy's shoulder. Can Kent persuade Chuck, who is in mortal fear of the Klan's vengeance, to reveal what Superman must know in order to save Perry White and Jim Olson? <laughs> Every second is precious now, as the murderous Matt Riggs exhorts his hooded company of fanatical bigots to carry out his death sentence against the gray-haired editor and the young reporter. What will happen? Tomorrow's action-packed episode tells the story, gang. So don't miss a second of it. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, it wouldn't surprise me, fellers, if your dog sometimes wishes he were you. Then he could tell mother what he likes to eat. And it wouldn't surprise me if he'd ask for a Kellogg's Grow-Pup dog food. Quick, it beats all how many dogs beg for it. Grow-Pup has such a swell, meaty flavor, and there are three different kinds. There's Grow-Pup Ribbon, Grow-Pup Meal, and Grow-Pup Pellets. They're all mighty tasty and mighty good for your dog. Help give him lots of muscle, strong bones, and teeth. Remind mother next time she's marketing to ask for a Kellogg's Grow-Pup, and be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman.